You're listening to the Deeper Christian Bible Study Series on Ephesians. Thanks for joining me, Nathan Johnson, in an in-depth, verse-by-verse study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Let's dive into the lesson for the day. Welcome to Lesson 7 of the Deeper Christian Bible Study Series in the book of Ephesians. We are beginning our study in verse 4. And as a quick review, in this blessing section, which is verse 3 through verse 14, Paul is listing the blessings that God has for you. Now, again, this is not a complete list, but it's just an enunciation of the overwhelming blessings that he's like dumping out upon your life. And every single blessing finds its fulfillment in one single place, which is Jesus Christ. Again, God doesn't give us things apart from himself. He gives us Jesus who becomes everything we need for life and godliness, as 2 Peter 1.3 declares. Now, if you missed the last several lessons, I encourage you to go back and listen to them as Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 lays the foundation for this and the future studies of the blessings section. Well, let me just read. I want to read verse 3 and verse 4, just to kind of the, have the overarching context as we dive into verse 4 today. Paul writes this, Ephesians 1, verse 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, we're going to begin our focus of verse 4, looking at the very first little statement of verse 4, which is this idea of just as he chose us in him before the foundation of of the world. Uh, when you look at the word chosen, it's interesting that in the Greek it's an indicative, which means it's a simple statement of fact. This is not a question like, well, maybe he chose me, maybe he didn't choose me. Well, I hope he chooses me. See, this is not up for argument. God has chosen you. And this word for chosen that we get the English word chosen, it's actually two Greek words put together. Uh, one is the word ek, which means out or from, and the other word is lego, which is to speak or to say or to, to call something. So you get this idea of choosing, meaning it's to, it's to call out from or to pick out or to choose. Now, I don't know what your mind thinks of when you, when you think of choosing, but I kind of tend to go back to elementary school dodgeball. Uh, here we are in gym class, and I, I didn't like gym. I wasn't athletically inclined, and I just, I just didn't have very much ability. So, you know, the teacher says, all right, little boys and girls, we're going to play dodgeball. And of course I went, oh no, dodgeball's not good. Why? Because, you know, hey, fastball's thrown at your head. You're going to die. No doubt about it. And the problem I had with gym class more than anything is not just the balls flying at your face. It's the how you were chosen. I see the idea was all, all the boys and girls lined up against the wall and, and uh, the teacher would always choose the two most athletic guys. And so you had Bob and you had Johnny. And uh, Bob would look down the whole line and see who he wanted first. And of course, you know, he's athletic, so he has an athletic buddy. And, and so he says, hey, I, I, I want uh, Bob. And, and then, hey, this Johnny over here says, well, hey, I want, I want uh, you know, Timmy over here. And, and they go back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, they, they choose all the athletic guys. And then uh, they decide, well, all right, we better get the athletic girls. So they choose all the athletic girls. And uh, by the end of all that, there's about five of us left. <laughs> And we're just standing against the wall going, pick me, pick me, please pick me. And of course, they're going back and forth going, oh, well, I guess I'll choose you. And oh, I guess I'll choose you. And, and eventually we're down to the last couple people and, and I'm jumping around going, please pick me, pick me. 
And of course, you know, this one goes, well, I don't, I don't, I think we do better. Why don't you just take both of them? Cause we'd probably win better with that. And I was chosen, but I really wasn't chosen. See, now that, that's not the idea in the passage. See, this is not God choosing you like he's picking a dodgeball team. Do you realize that when God chooses you, it's like you're his very first pick. It's like he has everyone lined up. And I don't know how this works, but it's like he has everyone lined up and he's looking going, oh, who am I going to choose? Who am I going to choose? You, I'm going to choose you first. And somehow we were all chosen first. Isn't that amazing? That your choosing was not accidental. Your, your choosing wasn't just a whoops. See, your choosing wasn't just a, well, I better, I guess I'll have you on the team. I don't know what else to do with you. See, that's not the kind of choosing that God has for you. The, the choosing that he has for you, he is calling you. He, ha, he has a purpose in your life and he is calling you. He has chosen you as his very first pick. Now, this choosing is all about in Christ. So he has chosen you in Christ. And of course, in the last lesson, lesson six, we talked about our position in Christ. And if you haven't heard that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. So God's not randomly choosing you for no purpose. See, the entire choosing that he has for you is in Christ and for Christ. In Colossians chapter one, verse 16, Paul says that for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Perhaps if I could say it this way, you were created by Christ for Christ to be in Christ, or you were chosen by Christ for Christ to be in Christ. Do you realize that you were chosen? That's phenomenal. Well, you ask the question, well, when was I chosen? Was it, was it like God finally yesterday said, all right, I guess I'll choose you. You know, we're, I'm, I'll, you'll be my first pick, but we'll do this late. Think about this. Paul says that you were chosen before the foundation of the world. Uh, God wakes up one morning and uh, stretches and says, all right, I think I'm going to create a universe. And he speaks forth creation into existence. Let there be light. Do you realize that before he ever did that, you were on his mind? Genesis 1.1, you know the passage well, but in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And you realize that before he laid the foundations of the world, before he ever spoke light into existence, before he ever created what you see around us, do you recognize that before that point, you were chosen? That God had a dream and a plan for you before the foundations of the world. Before he spoke creation into existence, you were on his mind. Do you know how phenomenal that is? See, I talk to people and say, well, I was an accident. My parents didn't mean to have me. You cannot say that. Now, your parents may say, whoops, we didn't, hey, we didn't plan on that. And yeah, you were an accident. But do you realize that in the purpose and the plan of God, you are not an accident. Why? Because he already chose you before the foundations of the world. Well, I've got a weird personality. I've got quirks. Yes, you do. <laughs> but do you realize that even before the foundations of the world, God was handcrafting your life, your personality, even your gender. It's interesting, not long ago, I was in a conversation with this young, young man, and he said, I just, I, the way that I feel is this, as if God made a mistake. I was supposed to be a woman. 
And I looked him dead in the face and said, buddy, that is not true. That God has destined you and purposed you and planned for you. And I mean, think about Jeremiah chapter one. The, the, the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah and declares this. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Do you realize that before Jeremiah was even born, he was chosen. That God was handcrafting Jeremiah in his mother's womb. And the same is true for you. That before God spoke the, the, the foundations of the world in place, before he spoke light into existence, you were on his mind. He was handcrafting you. He was purposing and planning for you. You are not an accident. That, that the way he has made you, his shaping of you, is purposeful that hey you were born for such a time as this so so get this god has really chosen you before the foundations of the world that you would be holy and without blame before him in love do you realize that god has you in the age that you are in this generation for a divine purpose and plan that, that he has a destiny for you he has a longing for you oh that's that is so encouraging to me because, hey, I, I was always chosen last in sports. Hey, I, I am not the athlete. And so, hey, nobody wants me on their team. And hey, I'm, I'm okay with that. But God, on the other hand, see, I am not God's last pick. Wow, I am chosen. And what is the purpose of the choosing? The whole purpose of the choosing, get this, is holiness, which is what we're going to get into next time. But until then, remember that you are not an accident, that there is a divine purpose and plan upon your life, for you were chosen in Christ. Wow, I love that. Now, next time, we're going to continue looking at verse 4 and examine what it means to be chosen to be holy and blameless. And I would encourage you to join me in studying Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 this week in preparation for our next study. And thanks for joining me for this study today. If you would like to see an outline of this study or read a commentary version of this passage, you can do so by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash Ephesians 07 for lesson number seven. And also these weekly studies are available in audio format by subscribing on iTunes or by visiting deeperchristian.com forward slash Ephesians. Well, until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around the one who has chosen you, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this study from the book of Ephesians with Nathan Johnson. If you would like additional resources to help you build your life around Jesus Christ, I encourage you to check out my website at deeperchristian.com. This podcast is the audio version taken from my video series in Ephesians. And if you would like to view the video version of this study, you can do so at deeperchristian.com forward slash Ephesians.